0: Thank you for sharing your story and inspiring us from it. It's good to know that even if we fall, when we don't know ourselves, even if we think we know ourselves, and there's, there's new hurdles coming towards us that can teach us more or unexpected lessons, we can still hold on to faith and hope because God is still on our side. Thank you. Please share more. I would like to start by defining a vice. A vice, I think we all should have heard this statement. No matter how perfect you are, uh, this is an interpretation, you have a vice. You have a little dirty secret or bad habit or immoral behavior that you indulge in. And this is one of those statements that has mushroomed in my environment. I feel like I've heard this so many times, it's almost illegal. And it has made me think about it. Does this mean that by virtue of you being alive, a being a creation, there is no way you can escape vices? There is no way you can escape sin, immorality, or just having that little quirk in you, were we actually made imperfect. And you see, this is one of those things that if I wasn't quite attentive to what the Word of God said about us at creation, it would make me feel a little bit uncertain about where I stand. That's kind of funny because, you know, Genesis talks about in. His image were made. You know, God did not just imbue His image. He also put in us His nature. He gave us dominion and put in us the breath of life. In other words, He put the fullness of Him in us. And it's kind of funny because people would think that, no, but there's something wrong with us either way. It was only at the end of it or at the end of that interaction that we come to see that in actual fact God left out one really important fact or aspect in us which was prior to eating the fruit we're unable to know good and evil so the current nature that we have is not by God's design and as such he brought and sent forth his son Jesus Christ come and die for us on the cross and the whole point of resurrection or the resurrection of jesus christ the death and resurrection the entire ordeal was to restore us back to his perfect light to a space where we'll be able to call on him like call on god and actually call him father without having to have fear it was restoring us unto the contract that we have with him which is that of being able to subdue the world and have dominion over it. It was calling us unto a brighter nature. It was calling us unto great things that God has for us. So now it brings in an important aspect, which is why is it that each and every one of us has accepted the nature of having vices? How is it that one person today will have a swearing problem, another one will have a fornication problem? Somebody just can't stop cheating out here. There's a brother out there who's addicted to pornography. There's a person who's addicted to alcohol. They don't even accept that it's an addiction at this point. They just say it's their way of life. This is something that I like to do. There's the aspect of betting and gambling. And every single person seems to have picked their own fight. And I feel like all this is still coming down to what have you decided to do today? Because when we look at this we have full knowledge today more than any other age knowledge is freely available to us and it would be very tragic to come and hear that you have never heard about salvation and Jesus Christ in this aspect and I feel like if this is your story please find a bible teaching church around you and try to get the story for yourself you don't Even have to submit to the gospel until it calls you, because salvation isn't something that's forced on you. It's something that's of free will. It's a free gift that God has given each and every one of us. And as a result, it means that when you go to that church and if they're holding you at gunpoint to say accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and it really doesn't call out to you, honestly speaking, no salvation happened there because God does call you. And so I am really advising that you go to a. Bible preaching church. And I mean the whole Bible, not like they leave out a couple of things at the whole Bible. People who believe in the full gospel. That's my advice to you. If you're not a believer yet, go hear for yourself. Listen to the word and see if it doesn't inspire you to take up this new nature. But all in all, every single person has the decision to be who they are Today, if you have come across the ministration of the Holy Spirit or even just the preaching of the gospel, you understand and know that God has restored you back to His light, especially if you are a believer, a born again Christian. Therefore, the vices that we're speaking about should be in your past. There is an optional case where we talk about our free will, and that's why I'm talking about decisions today. What have you prioritized? What have you said is important to you? What have you said is the one little quirk you keep for yourself? It's not that it's just in your nature. It is coming from your mind. It is coming from you saying, you will do this no matter what. And I feel like the easiest way to go around this or go about this, if you want to get rid of it, that is, is simply decide. I was reminded by somebody quite a long time ago, to say that the difference between us and pigeons is that pigeons fly in the same direction every single year. Like they move from where they are, especially when they're doing their migration, they move from one place to the other using the same path because that's what's imbued in their nature. But what's in your nature today is much much greater and God has given you even a greater gift which is free will. So at that point in time especially even when you're caught up in a web of lies and sin and all these things you have the ability to just say no and walk away from it. You can do a 360 today and just become the most righteous being that the world has ever seen. You can move from being someone who's a terror into someone who is an inspiration unto the age. You can become something great great even just by deciding right now that you'll be great of course there are a lot of hurdles that come in reality which is fighting every single person who knows you for your old nature and that's why the bible talks about a good name is better than gold or silver of course your reputation is going to make it a little bit hard for you to sit in certain seats but look at the bible today Paul, like the actual Paul, who we know, who wrote most of the New Testament, is such a person. Paul was a persecutor of every Christian that you can think of. He would persecute them because he thought that was his due service unto God. And until he was called by God, he literally saw what was a figure on the road and he was struck with blindness. You know, it's one of those really interesting interactions. Try to read through your word to try to follow up with that story. And I feel like if that were to happen to you today, like, boom, lightning strikes and then, you know, your car, not your donkey starts to talk to you or <laughs> worse off like from nowhere voices asking you like why are you persecuting my people you know it's one of those eye-opening experiences where you're like okay, God, I hear you loud and clear. I did not know. I am sorry. And at that point in time, you know, that's where we see a change in Paul's life. And that's how we have the majority of the New Testament today. His expeditions to different cities and towns and countries was basically because of this. He who was now called from the upright beings, I'll call them upright beings, unto servicing even the Gentiles. Because if you look at the ministration of Peter, Peter spoke mainly to the Jews. Paul, who was a Jew, went and spoke to the Gentiles, which was against the law in that time. And that's just quite another grand story that we need to get into some other day. But then I just want to bring something to your attention. I am reading from Psalms 3 verse 3. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter up of mine head. This is talking about God being your shield. There are so many things that you face in this world that try to stop you from being great. God is your shield. Don't forget that. Ensure to restore yourself to him through prayer, supplication, through all these other i'll call them divine arts <laughs> it sounds like i'm talking about ninjutsu here but if you put yourself purposefully in a space where you learn more about god day in and day out you'll be able to know more about his word and his world and you understand that he is your shield he is able to protect you from all sorts of unforeseen circumstances it, it could be that part of the reason why you're in this space where you're caught up in addiction where you're in a vice where you're Always indulging in I don't know illicit behavior is because of your environment. You can today kneel unto the Lord and say, Lord, shield me, well, change like. I don't want this life anymore change me and apart from change me change my environment change things around give me the confidence give me the boldness to stand up against this situation it's very possible for god to change that entire situation for you better you know certain things like this sound like they're very simple until god does this for you and then you really fail to explain it because i feel like that's a miraculous power that exists in him in that he can change the heart of even the hardest man and he can harden the heart I mean, the softest man, many biblical references to this, we can look at Pharaoh's heart being hardened. And if we're looking at hearts being softened, we're looking at our own hearts being softened because quite frankly, before salvation, we all just believed in reality, but we have seen it. I have experienced it personally. I've come from a space where I used to be very different than what I am today. And I'm really grateful that God did come and touch me and change me and make me one of his own. So this is something that is possible for you. God is able to protect you in your space. He is your shield. So don't forget that. And the other scripture that I wanted to share is from 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10. This showed up in my morning devotion today. And the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong firm and steadfast three things there he will make you strong so yes you have the strength to push through and do what you need to he will make you firm in other words nothing will shake you it doesn't matter it could be your friends calling you for a gig out there and you'll be firm you'll be able to stand your ground and you'll make you steadfast which is continuously able to continue in this new glorious victory that you will receive so all i want to say today to you is that In as much as you may have felt trapped in your vice, you could call it an addiction, you could call it all sorts of things. It was really based off choice. And I am imploring you today to look at your life, examine yourself, see whether this is what you want to be. If this is what you want to be, that is your decision and you have chosen that path. There are repercussions for that action and the repercussions could be good or bad. And honestly speaking, if I am to be truthful to you, the repercussions of you staying in a sinful life are really bad. It's either from the physical point of view, your addiction will lead you into ailment which could lead to death. From a spiritual point of view, there's no two ways about it. Sin leads to death. So what I'm calling you to is towards life. Even as people talk about sinful nature being a lifestyle, I feel like it's a death style because it's really propagating death and not really life. Only living righteously propagates life and therefore can be referred to as a lifestyle. And come into a space where you examine your life. Decide for yourself today to learn to move in the glorious light of God. Get rid of all those vices. They're not necessary. They don't help you in whatever way way they satisfy you for a second and then afterwards you're back to face reality none of those things last they're fool's gold as you should at least know by now they do not add any future value to you and never will so get rid of all those vices decide today to follow christ take up your cross and i can assure you that the glory that you get at the end of this all is going to be worth so much more than you can imagine there you have it thank you so much for tuning in today to listen to the podcast today we were talking about the fact that anything that has to do with a vice or sin is something that is not based off where you're coming from it's not based off all sorts of things that have been told by the world excuses from i was born in this religion i was born in the Third world, second world, first world, but it is really all based off decisions, and it should take you being a person who loves yourself and who loves others to actually look up and try to self assess and see whether you can change this about yourself it 's been purposeful in your change that is going to get you out of any form of addiction or sort of vice. So I really hope it was really helpful to you. I'm so glad that you got to listen this far. You are amazing. And today's setup was a little bit different because I've been procrastinating for quite some time. I did this from my Spotify for podcasters app so there's an app that Spotify created that you can do the same so if you want to join this journey of podcasting and sharing what you love what you care about be it if you're talking about Christianity like me or if you want to talk about your art class or your art project or anything that you want to do out here this is a free platform for you so feel free to sign up and just join the place we would really love to see more collaborators on Spotify so with that said, I really hope and pray that God may bless you, guide you, and keep you. And I pray that he shines a really, 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 really bright light upon your path so that you can see where you're going. So with that said, have an amazing, amazing, and lovely week. It's me, Victor Chimola, again, signing out from here. Bye-bye for now.